0: Uh, I blew it. I had a chance to ask President Obama a question when I was younger because he was working out in the gym next to me. And I was just like, it was like, I asked a stupid, super vague, I was nervous question. And I could have asked him, what are your top three leadership books? Right. Right. What are the three books that you think everyone should read? And I missed the chance, right? Like, those are the things that you should ask somebody if you get like a moment to pick their brain. Like, if you really want to know something, like a specific question.
1: Are you starting your journey into real estate, business, or entrepreneurship? Are you in need of strategies to help you reach your daily goals? That's right. Then the That's Oliver right. Perry show is for you. Come and get the experiences and strategies to help you be successful. Woo! And now your host, you know who it is, you know who it is. Oliver Perry. Oliver Perry. But yeah, man. What, what kind of books are you reading right now?
0: Uh, the book I'm currently reading is called essentialism, um, which is basically just about do better with less type theory like i just kind of declutter your life um some other let's see what else have i read recently the attraction by gina wickman which is good yeah
1: Yeah. that one's that one's so good it's scary like i've read and i think i've talked about this on another episode before but that one i read with my team and like we're still like three months into it and we're like yo we got to go back and do it again because we missed something I've read that it thing is crazy. twice
0: it's now and done half the exercises in the book, working my way through them. So, nice. yeah, it's nice. a good one.
1: Do you feel like it's actually affected? Um, it affected what were are doing as far as business is concerned?
0: Yeah, if nothing else, the uh, like the vision piece has really helped me hone uh, some of my goals for the next couple of years. So, uh, if nothing else, just that vision and clarity piece was worth the whole read.
1: Nice. Was that so? That was the I guess that my guess is that was the biggest thing for you when you read it Absolutely, that yeah. will change true yeah True. true 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 okay um all right so everybody asks what from the military did you take into real estate i want to know what from the real estate that you took into your military career
0: efficiency Ooh, so okay. and that's one of the other books up there is the 4-hour work week that's another one that i love i've read that one two or three times um the military and not the military but really just W-2, like salary jobs in general, yeah, uh, people get into the uh, the mentality of how can I continue to be employed and do the least amount of work possible, right? Like how can I make it to the end of the day without getting in trouble? How can I, you know, p- people drag things out intentionally or unintentionally to get stuff done and then, you know, they fill the whole work day and then they're like, okay, next day, like I didn't get fired. Woo. Um, <laughs> if you want to be an entrepreneur or build a business or or be successful, right? Like you got to figure out how to use your time. So the four hour work week was uh, the first book of several now that I've read about efficiency. And it really kind of helped me shift my mindset from, How can I get to the end of the day and go home to Mm -hmm. how can I get the most crap done in this amount of time? Now, obviously, I'm not sitting at work at the Marine Corps like, yeah. So the difference between the four hour work week mentality is, you know, in the military, a lot of people think, like, how can I fill this day and and go home? Uh, And the the four hour work week mentality is how can I use these hours to be, you know, the most efficient, get the most stuff done in the least amount of time? So I'm not running around the Marine Corps trying to get absolutely everything I could possibly ever get done done. Right. And like just never sitting down. But what I need to get done for the day, I can get done extremely fast. And then I have time left over to get other stuff done. So it's getting those most important things done first thing in the morning and setting up barriers and not just getting stuck doing every single thing that crosses your path, like doing the things that are important, knocking them out of the park, and then you have time to you know do other stuff. So it's made me much more efficient at work, uh, in the Marine Corps, in, in real estate and everything else. So I think the mentality of hustling and efficiency uh, has really helped me out with the Marine Corps.
1: Nice. So, all right. So i got I got a question. This It's going to be a little bit more in-depth military-wise, right? You're an NCO. Um, you are the backbone of the Marine Corps, just like all the NCOs are backbone of the Army, Navy, so on and so forth. Um, what's your advice to those who you, not just that you uh, train as far as NCOs, but those officers you train? Because I think that's one thing that's key is that, you know, you as the... NCO, and you know, you guide that new lieutenant and teach him kind of the ways of the warrior, if you will. Um, you know, what's your guidance to them if they to sit down and say, "Hey, you know, I'm looking at investing in real estate." What, what's your guidance to them specifically?
0: Uh, man, that's a good question. So, for real estate, uh, I mean, first off, just make sure your finances are in check. Right, put in put money into your thrift savings plan. Use you know, save money. Have a have some cash reserves. Have uh, don't go buy the Mustang at 30% interest. Don't go blow money on stu- <laughs> stupid things all the time, right? We've seen it all. We've heard it all. Um, but just know that the sooner you make good financial decisions, the faster they compound, the more easily you'll be able to scale. Uh, and then use your VA loan, right? And I think use your VA loan to house hack is the the answer that I would normally tell them, right? And that could be That's you buy a really big single-family house and rent bedrooms out. That could be you buy the house hack, like the duplex, triplex, fourplex, and you... Uh, you rent other units out. That could be you buy a place and rent out a, you know, build a unit in the backyard and rent that out. I mean, all kinds of different options, but that allows you to get your feet wet with landlording, um, save money every month on what you would have been paying to live in your house. And then uh, you're building that confidence. It's a much easier decision than buying an investment property because you're just buying a house. And there's just so many benefits to the idea of using your VA loan to house hack. I mean, that's just a very powerful way to get started. So that's usually my, my go-to. And then from there, you'll kind of know what you prefer to do, uh, You know, whether you want to be a buy and old guy or right. house flipper or whatever, um, and then focus on that strategy and learn that strategy and go from there.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's solid advice because I wish I had somebody that told me that before I tried to flip a house. And let me not lie. I didn't try. I did. It just crashed and burned really hard.
0: <laughs> In there, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so I mean, that's, I, I tell you what, that's probably the best way I feel like with anybody I talk to, I kind of tell them the same thing. Hey, listen, just go, just do something because you're going to know, like left or right, you're going to figure out in therein what to do next. Um, Yeah, I figured out, you know, I'm not going to get to 625 doors, flipping houses. This is just not going to work. It's not happening. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. What's your advice? Because, you know, we all got something like I used to be and not thank God, not anymore. When I was younger, I used to be a sneakerhead. That was the until I had kids. Then I became a broke sneakerhead, Um and I'll <laughs> never go back to doing that. But what's your vice? Like, what's the one thing you got to like? I got to avoid that. Otherwise, I'm going down that road as soon as I get there.
0: Mm, man, I'm pretty bad with food. I, I'm a I'm a foodie. So I'll, really? I'll eat entire I'll eat out entirely too much. And I like to, <laughs> you know, and then I'll get fat and then I'll. Um, but aside from that, mm. Uh, you know i guess just higher end for hobbies right like i'll spend more than i need to on gear if i'm into a hobby um and i'm pretty um, pretty notorious like if i got into rock climbing i'd buy the top of the line harness and shoes if i got into and
1: I, I don't know that might be legit rock climbing might be legit reason to buy the top of the line stuff because you get that cheap stuff and it breaks <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: in valid but yeah but i do it all you know i mean i i bought a nicer camera than i needed when i started and i bought nice. uh, you know i mean uh, a nice mic right off you know not right off the bat but it was like oh how can i buy that nice mic instead of so i that's probably <laughs> it is when i get into a hobby i i you know i'll, I'll go a little out all out but it could be Fair worse. enough
1: fair enough so well matter of fact now, now that you mention it what is your hobby what's your hobby now because you're always doing content you're always doing videos i see you literally everywhere well that's also because i have my reminder set and i'm subscribed Oh, like you who listening, you should subscribe too. Oh, you too who's watching, you should also subscribe. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what's your like? What's what's your hobby? What do you do when you're not on camera and you're just hanging out, relaxing with the family?
0: Does it count to say that that probably is my hobby? Um,
1: no, no that I 100 counts. 100% I
0: spend a, yeah, I spend enough time in it that I actually have been kind of questioning that lately. Like, mm-hmm. I've been debating. I'm not going to buy one just yet, but I'm like, man, maybe I should buy another motorcycle, or I need to get into something. I don't have enough adrenaline in my life. Like the Marine Corps, you know, we're we're not at war, so there's not That's anything true. super exciting going on, right? I'm a desk jockey no. right now. And I've been thinking for a while now like man, I need to just like rent a jet ski and go tear it up on the water. Rent a four-wheeler, rent a dirt bike, rent a snowmobile, go skydiving, like something like that. Right. And I'm almost scared to get into it cuz I'm like man, if I, you know, go rent a jet ski and I love it and it's like exactly what I needed. Then I might go buy a jet ski and spend way too much time out, you know, oh, ripping boy. through the waves or whatever. Right. So I'm like, right. I need that adrenaline, but I'm still kind of in hustle mode. So I'm kind of holding myself back a little bit. So I, I might go rent a snowmobile here in a week or two and go horse around in the snow. But uh, I've actually been kind of at a point right now where I'm like, I need I need a good hobby um, other than just the content side, because that's basically it right now.
1: Listen, I tell you what, you could always, uh, I hear the big thing right now is chasing down Pokemon cards and selling them. <sighs> For a huge oh, yeah. profit. It's it's gotten nuts. Yeah, see? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> I've got yeah, may or may not have bots. I guess it kinda depends on the audience, but one of the more question common questions is just how the hell do I get started. everything done? Yeah. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. And the answer to that is twofold, right? It's it's time blocking. So scheduling out, like if I'm going to film a video, I'm going to film four or five or six videos at once. And it's it, so that's the batching size. So I'll, I'll batch things together and then time blocking. So I'll be like, OK, I'm going to do three hours of or two hours of videos and I'll do six videos like this weekend. Right. Like I've been writing articles here and there throughout the week. So at some Fair point, enough. I like it uh, <laughs> weekend. Going? um I'll sit down and I'll take the four, five, six articles. So some of them are articles that I'll put on the teleprompter and some of them are just like bulletized lists with talking points, like uh, seven tips to boost your credit score, right? And I'm just going to have the seven bullets and just talk to them. And so I've got like six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know, maybe even 10. I've been fairly productive this week, like 10 different ideas to do videos on. And I will sit down for like three hours and just be like video, 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 video. And then boom. And then... So like two or three days later, I'll be like edit, 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 and then the next day I'll upload upload, 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 whatever. And so it'll be like almost like an assembly line. Like this day I film, this day I edit, this day I do thumbnails, this day I upload, and and then I'm good for like okay, I just did three or four weeks worth of content in like three days, four days um, yeah. on the video side, right? And so yeah. and then like podcasts, I do two podcasts every Wednesday night, um, assuming I'm able to schedule it fits people's schedules. But like I did two last night, I'll do two next week, and so they're just back to back. And that's just you know it's like okay I block this time out that's the only thing I do and then batch it that's otherwise I, I'm never getting. Into I'm
1: them. gonna tell you I love batching. It's don't get me wrong. It sometimes feel like a pain in the butt, but when it when you wake up that day and you're like all right cool I got to do this done this done this done and you forget that you didn't record something you're like oh I'm good I already recorded four weeks out right because I'm actually in the yep. process right now I'm rehashing the whole IG I shut down IG for like four or five days. To re up everything and have at least a month out. So every month yeah. I'll already have my content laid out and I'm good to go for at least a month. And I can just relax and chill like it. with everything else. So yeah. Um so yeah, I I love that. So all right, so in that same vein, what's the question you got asked? What's the question that you wished you were asked more often? Ooh. Mm. Took me a while to come up with this question
0: it's going to take me a while to come up with an answer. I've, that's a good, that's a really good question. Can I freeze for a minute just so I, that, you know, I have a, I mean, no, I'm kidding. Yeah,
1: don't say that. Cause it might just, uh, it might just happen.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, the question people ask, right. Is like, you know, how can I add value to you? Which actually gets kind of old. Um, because it's like, I don't like you want me to think of ways that I need your help. Like it's very good intention, but it's a very <laughs> difficult question to answer because it's like, well, I don't know what your skill set is. Um,
1: yeah. I feel like that's the, I feel like that's the, that's kind of that, and um, can I pick your brain? Are the two go tos that I hear. Don't. Yeah, I hear people say, don't say that like ever. So, like, yep. I normally say, hey, how can I earn five to 10 minutes of your time? Right? Because yep. the idea is, you know, just like you said, value. But if I'm paying attention to your content as well, I already know what you might need help with. Um, that's a, that's I, a pro tip for anybody who's listening.
0: I think I'm going to make this a vague answer, but I think it's okay. going to help people out. And that's ask me a pointed question. Don't ask me a question that you can type into Google and get the answer. Don't ask me a question where the answer is, if you had looked at my website, you'd have the answer. Don't ask me a question where the answer is, you know, anybody and their mother could find that answer in 10 seconds, right? Like if, you, if you're jumping on an intro call to me, nothing, nothing bugs me more than the pick your brain thing. Not because I, want, I don't want to share what's in my brain, but because like, are you cool with swearing? Should the intermarine come yeah, out or yeah, should I keep cool. it mellow? Yeah. No, you're, you're right. good. Go for it. Okay. So because I want to be like, bitch, I didn't spend three years of my life recording every thought I've had for you to ask me about it. Right. Like I, I literally come up with content because like if you ask me about refinancing, if I get asked about refinancing three times in a week, I'm like, okay, I'm making a video about refi because that's what right. people need to know. Right. So, it, so I think the answer is ask a pointed question. Ask a question that shows you've done a little homework or taken time to watch something and i'm not saying you have to i'm not being the ego here that says like you need to go watch 10 hours of my content before you talk to me but instead of saying hey um you know i'm thinking about getting into real estate could you give me some advice right because initially my answer is going to be like if you clicked on my website there is a tab on the menu that says start here with a list of articles and videos yeah, it has everything you yeah. know so so instead maybe you should say hey i read your article on this I'm curious what your thoughts are on this strategy or I was I had a question about this piece or I didn't understand this and then it's like oh hey this person took the time to look at or at least try to get the answer or it's a very specific question like a spin off like there was some thought behind it. So I guess that that's a really long answer and a very vague answer but I think the question is right like if I was going to go ask Brandon Turner or or someone who was very successful for advice it wouldn't be like oh thank god I finally got 20 minutes with Brandon Turner but yeah it's like okay let's say let's say I got we'll use freaking Donald Trump although he's so polarizing somebody's gonna hate that I'm using his as him as an example but whether you love or hate the guy politically he made billions in real estate so deal with it so thing. if I to sit down with Donald Trump right mm-hmm. sit down with Donald Trump and then go hey man or hey whatever the official title is for former yeah, I don't know. president I don't
1: know how I don't know how we go on that one yeah
0: <laughs> Hey, Mr. Anyway, um, like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about real estate. What do you think I should know? Right, like, you kidding me? That's the question you're going to ask. Like, the question I is like, hey, I've got a 10 unit that is doing this, 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 and this, and I'm really stuck on narrowing down on this one issue I've got. Have you ever run into this? And what would you do? Like something very specific that's like, oh, hey, you know, or uh, like I got the chance to ask, uh, I blew it. I had a chance to ask President Obama a question when I was younger because he was working out in the gym next to me. And I was just like, it was like I asked a stupid, super vague, I was nervous question. And I should have asked him, what are your top three leadership books? Right. Right. What are the three books that you think everyone should read? And I missed the chance, right? Like, those are the things that you should ask somebody if you get like a moment to pick their brain. Like, if you really want to know something, like a specific question, not just like... So anyway, so I guess that's the longest way I could have answered that. But the question I wish I got asked more was the question that has some thought behind it.
1: No, I, th- I think that's... I don't Yeah, it might have had to be a long answer, but it takes a lot to kind of get that out because that's um that's something that I find important. Like when I first started just doing real estate in general, I constantly have these questions and I'm like, I can Google that. I Google it. I can Google that. I Google it. But then when I did a flip, I was like, OK, so this is what sequencing is. Wait, How do I improve the sequence for what I'm already working on? That's not in the program. That's not in the guide online. So you want to ask somebody that question. So I mean, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. You need to do the research, ask Ask yourself the question, see if you can find the answer. Then if you can't find the answer, that might make it a valid question to ask, particularly when those in those instances you have like that microcosm you had sitting down next to, you know, Grant Cordon. and there's so many times you're going to run into Grant Cordon in the street. So you got to come with the heat.
0: Exactly. Ask something that will actually change your change your life if they answer. It's just I mean, it's the difference between when you're looking into how to flip a house, right? You can like the question. Can you use a HELOC to flip a house? Yeah, of course you can. Right? Like, answer. But when you get to where you're actually getting ready to flip the house, right? Like, is the HELOC the best strategy for me based on this, this, and this, right? Like, that's not something Google's going to be like, oh, yeah, here, let me calculate the perfect strategy for you. But somebody who's flipped homes is going to be like, well, here's the pros, cons, here's how I would do it. And then you're right. like, oh, like, that's much more specific, much more situational, and much more tailored to you. That's going to be way better beneficial for you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, uh- you mentioned you were in the gym with uh, President Obama. What and how? <laughs> how did that? What happened there? Yeah,
0: so the last time I was in Washington D.C., I just called an Uber. It was like, "Yo, can I get a, go to the gym at the White House?" And you know, um, no. So when I was in Hawaii, oh, I was uh, gonna say, wait, is that
1: real? <laughs> you just roll up to the White House head to the gym?
0: <laughs> you got a military like, cool, Like, just come on in. But, you know, uh, in Hawaii, he used to visit all the time, and. Uh, if you were in the gym, right, they would like shut the gym down. Um, right. So there was one day I was in there, I was working out. I just started my workout. And see, it's actually kind of funny. So, Secret Service came in, they cleared everybody out of the gym and they did their thing. They sent like 20 minutes, we all stand out of the parking lot, like pissed off, like, oh, you know, typical military. It's like, oh, son of a gun. Like, I was in the middle, I
1: right. up. Now I got to stand out here in the.
0: Not really cold, I was right? mid set. Yeah, I'm cooling down, stupid. You know, they got the German Shepherds going through the, I mean, they, they cleared the whole building out, right? It's actually really funny. We go back in, all of a sudden like the newspaper stand had like President like Obama's face on like magazines. Like they had placed like magazines with his face on it and like, <laughs> was, like stuff hanging up that hadn't been there. And I don't know if it's like he wants to see his face. I, I don't think that's it. I, <laughs> let's just make this place look patriotic for you know, like he lives in his little bubble where everything's like pro Obama or I don't you know what I mean. Um so then we they let us go back in the gym. What I didn't know is once he shows up, you can't leave. Like someone had Someone had texted about him being there at one point, like the day or two before. So he got like swarmed. So they were like, Yeah, sorry. No, like don't pull your phone out. We don't want to see pictures. Like, we don't want to see you taking like just leave your phone in your pocket or we're gonna take it from you. And you don't get to leave till he's gone because we don't want people swarming here, whatever. So like this guy shows up. So uh so this guy shows up, he's on the treadmill. I'm like, two treadmills over, just like jogging. And I'm like, I'm like jogging, jogging, jogging. He shows up and he just like jumps on this treadmill, like two treadmills over for me. And I'm like, mm. Oh. And then uh Yeah, I mean, he was actually really cool. Like, he made it a point to say hi to everyone who walked by. Um, But it was it was very weird because here's this man who, and he he played basketball. Like, there were people playing basketball with him. Um, It's like it was fairly cool. He was pretty cool in his little workouts. But it was weird because you see President Obama as like this powerful man in a suit, right, making world decisions. But when you see President Obama at the gym, it's like this old grandpa figure in sweats. Environment, right? Like he was just right. a normal human being. Um, but yeah, he talked talked talk to me for like a moment. Uh, I was very quick, you know, very polite, very sincere. You know, hey, how you doing? Shook my hand, whatever. You know, k- enjoyed the workout and kind of wandered off. And I froze. I I was even thinking about asking the question. I just you know you get a little nervous. I guess, but I, I really wish I'd asked him. I'm sure I could find that information online if I worked hard enough to see kind of what he's recommended, but. It would have been cool for me. I would have loved to have either asked him, like top leadership book, or uh, like what's the number one thing you've learned of being president of the United States. Like I can imagine you probably learned some cool stuff, but, but yeah, I mean, I got stuck next, <laughs> and that was not the only time that I was in the gym when he happened to be there. Uh, but yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. It was actually really funny uh, because mm-hmm. they tell you not to put your phone out or they're going to confiscate it, and so I was like forty five minutes UA late to work. Couldn't tell my command that I was not, you know, like I'm. Just- <laughs> sorry i'm literally stuck in the gym next to the president of the united states and right it doesn't let me leave <laughs> so oh, yeah. no.
1: well so what's crazy is what if he had like that mamba mentality like kobe bryant you know how they got stories of kobe bryant he goes in the gym he waits till somebody else come and he won't leave like <laughs> y'all have been in there forever
0: <laughs> oh thank god no you know but um he was out there on vacation too and usually oh, when usually,
1: he was out right that's a fact. Yeah. He's, he's always going to be relaxed. All right. So going, going to, um, going to your, uh, just back to real estate and kind of you and business. Cause you're, you're in so much now. Um, and one thing that I kind of struggle with is figuring out that balance, right. With the family and what I'm doing, cause I know you as entre- you, <laughs> you're an investor, not just in flips, you invest in multifamilies. Um, you are a podcaster, you got, like you said, your content schedule and all the other stuff. How? What? What's always interested me is how has your your relationship with, uh, your wife's name is Kimberly, right? Okay. Yeah. How has the relationship with Kimberly grown in the space? Like how has she changed as you're changing? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Um, my answer is not going to be nearly as exciting as anyone else's would be.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody, I haven't asked anybody this. Your bio was so detailed. I was like, "Oh, now I gotta ask. I gotta ask."
0: If anything, it's gone downhill, um, and and not because of that, but because I've been bacheloring now for like a year and a half. Um, so she, when I moved out here from Hawaii, uh, she was we we're struggling to find a good job out here because California, even though she had eleven years' experience as a high school counselor and a master's degree, uh, California had some weird, you know, typical California, other weird things going on. So she couldn't get. A job that she wanted to out here uh, very easily. And at the same time, her old job in Missouri opened up and was like, yo, we got a spot for you. Uh, if you take it now, awesome. If not, like, we can't guarantee you that this counselor who takes this job will still leave in two years, right? So, um, and that's where she wanted to work long term. That's what she loves. So I was pretty certain that I was going to be getting out or going reserve. So I was like, hey, like, you know, the kids like Missouri, you like Missouri, everyone loves Missouri. We're going back there, take the job. This will suck, but it'll be just like a deployment. It's way worse than a deployment. Holy crap. Being deployed and away from your family is like, yeah, I'm with the guys, beating my chest and, you know, <laughs> blowing up bad guys or, or getting blown up, wh- whatever, you know, um, being alone in a big freaking empty house that should have a family and it's not cool. Um, yeah. So it's actually really, really rough. Um, probably one of my bigger regrets over the last year and a half I me. It's been great. Like I've had a ton of time to hustle mornings, nights, weekends, like hustle, hustle, grind, grind. It's been great as far as the outcome, but the relationship side has struggled for sure. So, um, she's not much for the like goal setting. Uh, she's not much for the reading of books. I think like five or six other people now have finished the rich dad, poor dad book that I bought her and she hasn't yet. um, but she is you know it's kind of like i think david osborne once said it to me like yeah so I, I yeah huge fan so he came and spoke to our mastermind group and one of the things he said was like someone asked him kind of a similar question and he was basically like well you know i just kind of got to a point with my wife where i was like look you don't have to support me like like support me but like you don't have to you don't have to want to be a part of it you don't have to help me you don't just like goals with me you don't have to do anything just don't stop me just don't try to stop me just let me do my thing um so my wife is excruciatingly and inex- this was probably a bad way to word that extremely supportive. Um, and so I know when I, when I go back and when I was in Hawaii, like she keeps a great house. Uh, she's not much of a cook. But she keeps a very clean house and she is an incredible mother and she's great with her job and she's stable and stability and she's the frugal one. And she, she balances me out in so many ways. Um, and she, she's basically, I think that's going to be kind of our role, right? Where it's like, as long as I'm not doing anything foolish, she's going to let me have a, free reign and and she'll be super supportive in the background um i might be able to convince her like we do some goal setting stuff but uh nothing crazy um so i guess that's the long answer and then uh i think as that transpires her role she likes designing and stuff so she'll probably come in and tag along on the business more as boots on the ground when we start doing uh some flips where she's like the the designer behind what the house is going to look that's like right. or because yeah. um, she enjoys that so it's like hey you enjoy this part do this part and then i'll do all the stuff that you don't enjoy, and neither do I. So I'll outsource it. But
1: <laughs> no, that's I mean that's that's good, bro. Because that's um, I've got the same thing. Like I'm with my wife now. We we we're talking about the whole, you know, because the next next move could be very well be one of the the very last ones we're making. Because I'm I'm hey. the tail end of the career, so it's it's go. a different thought process. And she's like, you know, I don't want to be, you know, without you. And I'm like, I know, but if we, you know, if we're I'm not gonna say separate. If we aren't, if I'm geo bacheloring, then the amount of stuff I can get done is out st- nuts. But just like you said, the yep. fear—and not the fear, but the discomfort—is it. It becomes another fight. We gotta, we got another obstacle in our yeah
0: emotionally on the relationship level. I will never, ever, ever recommend that to mm-hmm. anybody ever. Okay. Now on the logical side, right? Like if you know that emotionally you guys can survive that, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, not here to judge anyone's relationship, but. You usually have a pretty good handle on things like that. Um, yeah, you can get so much stuff done. I mean, I'm able to work from four to six thirty, and then work from. You know, I got home. I started. We started recording this at five, and I'll probably hustle away till eight thirty or nine. Go to sleep. Wake up at four, and uh, you know, and then this weekend, right? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do easily two or three hours of videos. Uh, easily two or three hours of content upload, easily two or three hours of editing, uh, and easily probably four or five, six hours of... uh, Right now, I'm building out my CRM and email series. So uh, it's not something I'm an expert at, but I'm going to put some time in on that just because I think that I can put it all together and then have someone come in and refine it for me uh, much better than I can say, hey, this is what I'm thinking, and have someone run with it. So um, I will probably put in... I mean, at least I would say at least 10 hours this weekend, if not if not closer to 16 and 20 hours this weekend on on the you know, side hustle, which I would never be able to do if the family was here because, you know, I love them. But uh, kids, you know, don't allow for uh, weekends, which is fine. When I go home, I don't plan on doing that on weekends. Um, so it's it's been good in that sense. It's allowed me to get set up to where I know that I'll be OK to take weekends off when I go home.
1: Yeah. And flying from the island is tough. Because I lived there before, too. And my God, when I saw that ticket to go to the East Coast, nah, man, we stuck here for three years straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good, gracious. So that makes that makes perfect sense, man. That makes perfect sense. Um,
0: I'm going to ask you a question that I absolutely hate when people sure, ask me. Um, sure. But how can I add value to you?
1: Relationship.
0: That's, I don't actually that's... hate how people when people ask that, but I always feel like <laughs> I don't
1: yeah, know. Because it's, it's like, cause, cause it's like you don't know what so many people, Right. And so many people ask you, like, it becomes cringy, right?
0: Well, it's, it's like, okay, like, here's the thing right now. If right now, if someone was like, how can I add value to you? And I was to give like the number one thing that came off the top of my head, it would be like, edit all the emails that I just created for my CRM and upload them into a nutshell so that they flow through my lead chart. Who the oh fuck is going to know how to do that right like i don't know who's, i don't know what kind of skill set anyone's got and i'm not going to give someone like a five-hour job like that and be like here just put my entire business together good luck right um right. you know it's like <laughs> eh. I mean, so, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you. here you go dude yeah no um all right sorry so you were said, you said relationship no, no,
1: no. yeah man relationship like i i am working very diligently to surround myself with people who are on a higher level than me but are at the level where I'd like to get to. So, you know, just being able to call you and say, hey, David, what's up? And we just chop it up. And we ain't even got to talk real estate, nothing. Just talking. Um, Because that puts me in the right mindset, the right stratosphere. And then when I'm calling you like, D, man, this today was nuts. And you're like, ah, shut up. Get back to it. I'm like, all right, cool. Got (laughs) it, right? (laughs) I will,
0: I will say I'm actually like notoriously bad for answering any phone call that wasn't scheduled. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll give you my number. We, we text fine time. No, to talk. Maybe, yeah, yeah. That'd be afterwards.
1: awesome. I, yeah. I'll text you first. Cause you're on the Island.
0: In fact, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually about to get to the point where I'm going to, uh, my goal for February mm-hmm. is to, well, it's not my goal. I'm, I just got my edit back on my book. So I'm about to audio book it up. Um, so I have like 20 hours of audio book probably to record. because so I got to do everything twice and then take whichever is the best hit and, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm literally about to go onto my Calendly and block the entire month out. And then my, I told my roommate, I was like, hey, here's my, here's my thing this month. I was like, every single request for my time for the month of February, the answer is no. I don't care what it is. Like, wow. Nope. Nope, 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 sorry. Sorry, I'd love to, but I'm working on this. Sorry, I'd love to, but I'm working on my audiobook. Sorry, I'm love to, but and I was like I'm never going to get it done if I don't and god, I need a break because I'm like we kind of <laughs> joked about earlier, but I do a 15-minute intro call, uh, right. you know, like the, every every morning on my way to work and like 40% of them don't call me so that I'm pissed off because I'm like I scheduled this call with you and I timed my day around it, and you didn't show up. And then like the rest of them it's like maybe one out of 10 is or two out of ten, or three out of ten, are like really valuable phone calls. Right. Uh, but the vast majority are just kind of that, like,
1: blah.
0: Man, I wish you'd thought through some of these questions. Um, man, I don't, so anyway, so I say all that to say, uh, if, you, if when I give you my number, if you call me randomly, I might be like, uh, no, <laughs> but uh, man, like, but I'll, I'll absolutely get back like, to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't sweat it whatsoever. Because like my my biggest, you're
0: be like this is guy's an asshole.
1: No, nah, no, nah, hell no. I'll text you. Like I'll always text you. Like I'll text first. I know. Like, Yo,
0: you don't, I wouldn't give you my number time. if I was worried about that.
1: That's I'm,
0: fair. I'm getting much better at at. Uh, so I've got a friend, and um, absolutely no names mentioned here. He's an incredible dude. Like I love this guy. I hang out with him uh, whenever I'm in town. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me stop this recording. So none <laughs> of sorry, y'all. Uh, I'm cutting this short. See y'all later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Oliver Perry Show. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, be sure to follow Oliver at The Oliver Perry on Instagram, Oliver Perry on LinkedIn, and The Oliver Perry Show on YouTube. Until next time, take care.